Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, along with Brendan Escott. This is a 90-minute version of Oilers Now on the heels of a major provincial announcement. You heard uh, the Premier, Jason Kenney, Dr. Dina Henshaw, and there will be more coming up during the course of uh, the day on 6.30, Chad. And I realize there's a percentage of you that uh, don't want to hear anything about it. I wonder what the crossover effect, by the way, would be on uh, those that are unvaccinated right now. But uh, it is what it is, and uh, we'll continue to monitor the situation because we have a lot of things to uh, get to over the course of the next 90 minutes. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Yesterday, the province got to 70%, 12 plus, uh, for full vaccination. Those numbers obviously are going to have to increase here. Mark Spector coming up for the horses and horse racing Alberta at 12, uh, about 12.37. We'll hook up on our coaches week with Oilers associate coach Jim Playfair and at 1.35, Jack Michaels uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers and the Oilers Radio Network as well. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Uh, two stories, really. Uh, one involving the National Hockey League and the new standard that's been agreed to by the NHL and the NHLPA, a clear de- uh, delineation and separation between those that are vaccinated and those that are not for NHL players. And we're going to hit on some of that with Mark Spector coming up. And NHL players will be going to the Olympics again with uh, Heavy uh, protocols in effect. You need to be vaccinated if you want to go play in the upcoming Olympics. It's pretty clear which way we're headed here. As uh, we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline tonight, the River Cree's got Honeymoon Suite and the Headpins taking the stage. April Wine rocking the house September 18th. Hotel California, the Eagles Tribute Band. It plays Friday, October 29th. Details at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us at 780-496-0063. On the Ashley Fine Floors text line, get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is at Brendan with two E's. Escott with two T's. Into the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Reminder, live thoroughbred racing at Century Mile Friday and Sunday evening. They're back in full fan access, but you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time 6.15. Speck and me be down there Tuesday for the draw for the Canadian Derby. And the Derby takes place September 9th. Mark Spector, how you doing? Oh, pretty big news day today, sounds like, Bobby. Holy cow. Yeah, and this, uh, I mean, uh, we got preempted for the first half hour. Uh, it's It's been the biggest story on the planet for the last 16 months. There's a solution, and I'm a solutions guy, right? Like, there's nothing I hate more than guys that uh, want to come up. Like, I love the engagement with fans, Mark, and 98% of the engagements are off the charts. They're really good. We got real knowledgeable fan base that, uh, you know, people take their time to usually politely come up and engage in a conversation, but that 1% or 2% that wants to sit there and just whine and they don't have any solutions, you know what I'm saying? And we have a solution in terms of what we're dealing with. Um, 
and Canada has secured a lot of vaccines. And unfortunately, not everybody's taken advantage of that solution. And the end result here is uh, we're seeing some very interesting developments uh, with the NHL and the NHLPA and the Olympics. And of course, today, provincially as well. And uh, we're, we're, ha- we're going to have to tighten things back up again because we don't have a high enough percentage of the population vaccinated at this time. So let's stick to the hockey stuff, Mark, here. Uh, your take on what came Elliot Friedman uh, reporting yesterday, Mike Russo as well. ESPN had a story on it between the NHL and the NHLPA and uh, the clear delineation that's going to take place between uh, the National Hockey League and the NHLPA between those players that are vaccinated and those that are not. Well, let's listen. Most of the teams have, have uh, mandated that all their employees be vaccinated. It certainly is mandated by the league that anyone who comes within 12 feet, I think it was, of a player must be vaccinated. There's no special provisions, Bob, for sports writers, for radio guys, right? They're not saying, well, if Bob Stauffer doesn't want to get vaccinated, then he can still work, but blah, blah, blah. None of that, no. right? No. Everybody around the teams has to be vaccinated. I get it. It's something that would have to be collectively bargained with the players, and frankly, the union never shows leadership in these areas, in my opinion, right? They, they you know, the same way the union protected I'm thinking of a name, the Rafi Torres is of the world over the guys he was decapitating. They now don't take, frankly, a strong enough stand against the unvaccinated, in my opinion. They, they, they protect the rights of those guys. But I digress. Um, I'm happy to see that it doesn't sound like it's going to be much fun to be an NHL player who is not vaccinated. I mean, you're, you're literally living the way they lived the last couple seasons, which is you can't leave the hotel and you can't go out for dinner and you basically it's hockey and back to your room so i guess if that's what you choose bob if that's how you want to live your life you must be really really uh, a staunch non-believer in medical science if you're willing to go that far uh, to remain non-vaccinated, I guess if that's who you are, that's who you are, Bob. All right. The exceptions are unvaccinated status based upon medical reasons uh, and a conflict with sincerely held religious beliefs. Uh, that would be the basis of the balance of uh, probabilities. Uh, COVID-19, of course, arrived out of a course of employment as a player. And uh, so here's the way it works. If a fully vaccinated player, this uh, in terms of the deal that was struck between the NHL and the NHLPA, if a fully vaccinated player is confirmed with a positive COVID test, his condition shall be treated as a hockey-related injury for all purposes under the CBA. But unvaccinated players who are not exempted for the above reasons will not be paid if the team establishes on the balance of probabilities that the player failed to comply with the terms of this protocol in the manner that was reasonably related to his contraction of COVID-19. Other any player can go and opt out of the upcoming season if they have strong views, Mm -hmm. but but uh, the team in question, and if that happens with the player, will have 30 days to decide if the player's contract is told, basically rolling it beyond another year. Uh, so, or, or they could count this as a year and just wash the contract away for a year, too. Yeah. If you had one year left in your deal and the team didn't want you anymore, 
then that would be a risk you would run. Fully vaccinated players, Mark, will be uh, subject to PCR testing at least every 72 hours. That could mm. be that guideline. So here you have players that have gone and gotten themselves vaccinated, and I think that was part of the carrot. For I mean, I, I'm, there might have been some guys that were sort of you know on the bubble as to whether or not they wanted to get vaccinated, but they thought, well, you know what, it's going to be easier for everybody as well. Check out these rules, Mark, for the unvac- unvaccinated players. They cannot enter internal venues other than the team hotel, practice facility, or game arena. They're not allowed to use the hotel gym, the pool, the sauna, the steam room, anything that's a shared facilities. They're not allowed to have teammates, uh, team staff, or visitors inside their room, uh, with the exception of fully vaccinated family members. They're not allowed to leave the hotel to eat or to purchase food or use any restaurants or bars that are open to the public on the road. Uh, They can't even pick up food uh, where the restaurant provides curbside pickup. I mean, it's pretty clear what's gone on here they i mean and the fact that this has been uh, collectively bargained between the nhlpa and the nhl tells us which direction mark there's a little bit of wriggle water that's been left there by the nhlpa but it's pretty succinct they're basically yeah. telling their members get vaccinated yeah, they are, and that's, that's you know what, I'll take my hat off to them. Those are a fairly staunch set of regulations for the unvaccinated players. So, uh, listen, I mean, we, we this doesn't take any great deal of, of introspection anymore. You know, we all know what's happening here. The pandemic would be all but over if everyone got vaccinated. We wouldn't have all these issues if everyone got vaccinated. And there's lots of guys who still, people who still don't want to get vaccinated. And, uh, for you know, listen, if you were a, a restaurant owner who just listened to Jason Kenny, um, yeah, you know you'd be. I'd be if I was the restaurant or bar owner. I would be very, very sour at those people who are. You know, they say you're not supposed to call them anti-vaxxers anymore, Bob. You're supposed to be more positive and call them pro-pandemic. So the pro-pandemics out there. If I own a restaurant or bar, they're, they've been taking food off my table for six months here. Uh, I'd be sour. Uh, we got some texts coming in right now. You know if they mandate vaccines because this is a pandemic and it's killing people's uh, problems solved, you don't get a vaccine, you don't get to leave your house. I'm getting sick and tired. I went out got uh, both the got back, you know, got my vaccination, got fully vaccinated. I'm getting sick and tired of these people that don't vaccinate, and they better not be unvaccinated people in Rogers Place, Mark. I'm wondering whether or not, like, look, the Oilers put something out a couple of weeks ago. The goalposts are moving on a bit uh, on this, right? And this is where your conspiracy theorists out there, and oh, I'm a libertarian and I don't agree with any of the. Th- th- this is where the rubber's going to hit the road here. I mean, are we headed down an inevitable path where, you know, it's going to be... We've seen, Mark, rules as an example. The NBA rules leaked out there, uh, word leaked out that in markets like New York City and in Golden State, if you're not vaccinated as a player, you're not getting into a building in in those markets. Mm -hmm. It's pretty... You know what I'm saying here? Well, the same will be true. Like, I think that's a Madison Square Garden... Uh, James Dolan thing. So uh, why would uh, are we confirmed that those are the same rules that the, are the New York Rangers playing by the same rules as the Knicks there? Yeah, well, it's because it's state rules. The rules are right, dictated so by the so, yeah. Okay, so what are you going to do if you got you know if two if a, if your first line if you, let's say your starting goalie isn't vaccinated and you're going out in an Eastern swing. You know, what happens then? What if you're, it's one thing for Edmonton, you play in New York once, I guess you start your backup. But what if you're Philly and you play in there three times? 
You know, like that's a problem, right? Yeah. What if you're the Rangers? What if you're the Rangers and your starting goalie doesn't want to get <laughs> vaccinated? You play there 41 times. Well, and again, reports yesterday, Elliot Friedman's piece back 95%. This is funny because we have people right now texting the show. I'm sick of hearing about this. Think about the confluence of events over the last 24 hours. The NHL and the NHLPA have basically a CBA agreement that totally shows the delineation and how challenging it's going to be for unvaccinated players to play. Then we have an agreement today on the Olympics, and yeah. lo and behold, they got her locked. No surprise, it's in. Ch- they have got it's. It's going to be way more difficult, uh, significantly greater restrictions in China than were in Japan. And then we had the provincial. And if we're not going to talk about it today, if you don't understand how radio works, you go to the mouth of the lion. It's the number one story, and you know what it is. I know the percentage that doesn't want to talk about it today. Because they're trying to avoid the conversation. Brew Crew says, Bob, the rules for the players are a great example for all of society. Get a jab, then get another. I want to watch Oilers games live. I want to watch the Elks live. Live is better for sure. And and that's, Mark, I think this is going to be, what what the NHL has done is going to end up being a microcosm of how society is going to work here, Mark, in the near future with this issue. Sure. Uh, those of us who believe in vaccinations would hope so. Uh, and I thought the Olympic news today was, was you know, I think we all thought they were going to go, Bob. Yes. Uh, but they're, you know, I've always been the guy who gets that uh, why the owners, you know, they've had, a, it's not been a great deal for the owners to shut the business down for a month. But I also know that every player who goes wants to play there and every single hockey fan. I mean, we haven't seen... I guess World Championships uh, McDavid played in, but we haven't seen Connor McDavid play in a best-on-best wearing a red and white jersey since the World Juniors, right? That was the last time. In 2015, he's the best player in the world. He's going to get to play with Sidney Crosby the same way. You think McDavid's going to make the team? Spec, McDavid's going to make the team? (laughs) I I love the... I think it's... You know what? I don't say I love. I I give him credit for saying, well, I hope I make the team because that just shows that... You know what? I just like that as a guy. Of course he's got the team are you kidding me yes kind of makes the team but i like the fact that he throws it out there he's got to still make that team he hasn't made it yet good for him mark i uh we obviously have dry on germany mcdavid i think darnell nurse makes it i think zach hyman is going to factor into team canada's decision and well, i would have you know I, there were guys that were very impressed with his ability to read and react with who he plays with and the intensity and the energy that he plays with last year in toronto that's not going to go away on a team that's got Connor mcdavid and leon drysaddle spec no no that's right and, and i think that you know the same way that you've mentioned many times chris kunitz went and played with sid crosby yeah um you know i i don't know if i can say this can i say that sid crosby is always proven to be a difficult player for guys to play with even good 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 players sort of you know struggle to play with sid he's just a different not that he's not i mean he's the greatest player in the world for a long time uh mcdavid doesn't seem to have that issue as much i guess is what i'm trying to say so maybe they don't need to bring his winger but having said all that you know i remember todd mcclellan putting together team north america and saying you still have to have guys to put over the boards when you're leading 3-2 and you're protecting a lead. You've got to have guys who kill penalties. You need, if you don't have Zach Hyman, you've got to have a guy that plays like Zach Hyman. And that guy can't just be a defensive specialist. He's on an all-star team here. 
So you got to have guys that can do the dirty work, but they got to be able to play with good players. And I think if by you know Christmas time, Zach Hyman has forged a, a you know a real co- cohesion with McDavid, and he's he's it's working, then that just might be Hyman's. It might be an obvious choice. I point. could totally envision a scenario where Hyman's got 15 goals, 30 points in his first 36 or 37 year, uh, games for the Oilers, and is a good fit with McDavid. And gets sure. and gets himself uh, on the radar screen. Distinct possibility uh, that happens. Spec, uh, we got a couple other things to hit on here. So we've we here's the deal. We we now know the lay of the land and how restrictive it's going to be for unvaccinated players uh, in the uh, National Hockey League. And yes, I think we're headed down the path where that's going to be a bit of a microcosm for how society is going to work as well, including access into buildings. Now, Mark, tomorrow. The NCAA football season really gets going. Uh, 71,000 fans in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Georgia to watch Alabama and Miami, Clemson and Georgia later that night. Those two buildings are going to be full. Uh, that yeah. is going to be – in because we know the rules in the states. And, and, again, for the listeners, and sometimes they don't like hearing numbers, but Alberta's death rate, the only two states that have got a lower death rate than Alberta with COVID to this point are Vermont, which is a – very small state, which, by the way, has the highest vaccination rate in the United States of any state. Small affluent state. Yes. Yes. That would trust science. And Hawaii is the other one, which is sort of, well, they're on an island, Bob. They're often their they're often their own <laughs> island. Uh, so so we're going to be watching college football this week in the start of the NFL. And I think that's going to give the NHL a bit of an opportunity. Of course, there's the NBA as well. In terms of, and and do you think that these other sports, as they as they really start to get, and there's you know how it is in the states with college football. It's oh. in the fall. It's right there with the NFL. Don't ever think I, it isn't. It's right there with the NFL. Will they give us a bit of a sense of uh, of where this thing is at, or do we just completely dismiss it because we're talking about the United States versus Canada? Well, no, I, I mean, numbers are numbers, you know. They, we, they may do things, in my opinion, in a, in foolishly in a lot of those red southern states, but those are also the places where they where college football is king. You know, uh, what do they seed in Austin at a University of Texas game or College Station, Texas, or the uh, for Texas A&M and, you know, Oklahoma and Georgia, all those places, man, they're going to be – 70, 80, 90,000 people in these stadiums, and not to mention the other 30 or 40 that gather outside in the parking lot that don't even go inside, right? Like, it's a festival and a good time to go to one of those games. Don't get me wrong. But in a in a state, you know, in many of those states that are very low vaccination rates, you're going to see those, those listen, you, you try to tell me that a a football game in Texas isn't going to be a super spreader. A football game in in Florida isn't going to be a super spreader. Bob, this, I mean, come on. That What's that Sturgis motorcycle rally in South Dakota that they have? Right? Three weeks later, the numbers came out, and there was hundreds of COVID cases came out of that thing. Well, there's going to be a bunch of college football games this weekend, and three weeks down the road, we're going to be reading these numbers, and no one should be surprised. All right. Uh, Spec, the Edmonton Elks, the Calgary Stampeders, we are preempted on Monday here on Oilers Now. We'll have a half-hour version of Best of Oilers Now. Does the Labor Day Classic seem the same, given all that we've gone through here over the last 17 months? Nothing seems the same, but but listen. In the end, 
they're going to kick a ball off down to McMahon Stadium on a hopefully a bright, sunny Monday afternoon in September long weekend, and that's going to seem the same, Bob. We've grown up watching that game, yeah. you and I. I've covered a ton of them. Uh, it's 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 just a that will be a nice dose of of you know sameness for me. Uh, I saw the elk schedule that got changed. I'm happy to see them get their games in. What do they play? Three games in ten days or something? Yes. Uh, that's a challenge for big men playing football. I'll tell you what, that's a, that's asking a lot of a guy to play three professional football games in ten days. <laughs> so, uh, but it's different times, and I'm sure they'll pull it off. Well, it should be fun, no question about it. And you know, the only team that I know of spec that can play uh, three games in ten days is Bishop Sycamore High School team. Yeah. <laughs> How about that story? Is that what not- a story? Yeah, the Athletic did another great piece on it, and it's just a big scam. It's like Trump University. You know, it 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 was built up to be something that it wasn't even close to what they said it was. And these guys are forging checks. And if you haven't seen the piece on The Athletic and you've been hearing about this Bishop Sycamore out there, uh, get online and read it. It's a fabulous read. Spec, you and me will be down at uh, Century Mile with our masks on on Tuesday and the uh, for the draw the Canadian Derby takes place Saturday September the 11th we're looking forward to that thanks for your time Mark all right Bobby have a great weekend everybody you bet that is Mark Spector Sportsnet Spec brought to you by the horses and horse racing Alberta live thoroughbred racing back at Century Mile Friday and Sunday evening uh, they are back to full fan access but you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com post time 6.15 some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roost Chris Steakhouse whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town every meal is an occasion at Roost Chris Steakhouse back with Oilers Now Trivia when we return Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks a lot, Ryan. 1255 at Edmonton Oilers Now Trivia brought to you by Pro-Am Sports, your fan cave and fan gear source for all things Oilers. In Edmonton, on St. Albert Trail, and online at proamsports.ca for grabs of $50 GC. You win via the text line on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more info. All right, again, so you can text in. We are going to tie in to the start. This is not a hockey question. We're going to tie into the start of the college football season. It's a bit of a curveball. Maybe. You might be able to figure it out. When uh, the University of Tennessee Volunteers won the 1998 National Championship, which current NFL assistant coach was their starting quarterback? When the University of Tennessee Volunteers won the National Championship in 1998, there was a pretty good quarterback, by the way, that played in the mid to late 1990s in Tennessee. Not the same guy. Who was the starting quarterback the year Tennessee won the national title? I'll give you a little bit of a hint. He's currently with the Baltimore Ravens as a receivers coach. But this guy, uh, and he did play in the Canadian Football League for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. 780-496-0063. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh... (laughs) Wow. People are out today. Uh, 
They are out today. No question about it. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Let's do this, Brendan. Uh, we got time to get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We have Ian Her- uh, Herbers uh, on the show yesterday, former Edmonton Oilers player, talked about his Alberta Golden Bears pro- program and their roster additions. Well, we'll actually have about 15 players this year that have never played a game for the Bears. Uh, if you include this year's recruits and last year's recruits, uh, but we got guys like Wyatt McLeod that here played for the Oil Kings. Uh, he's looked very good on the back end for us. Uh, Brandon Cutler. We got Eric Florchuk, Matt Wedman, Gary Hayden. Yep. Um, Josh Prokop. So Josh, Josh Prokop. Yep. Uh, so we got a number of guys that can play. We've one thing we were with that year we lost to UPC. We were small, skilled, and soft. And I think we've really um, addressed that problem. We've gotten bigger. We've got skill still, and we got speed, and we have the depth now. So we're really pleased where we're at. All right. Uh, keep Texas. We do have a winner, by the way, uh, on the. Pro-Am Sports, Oilers Now Trivia. Pro-Am Sports, your fan cave and fan gear source for all things Oilers in Edmonton or St. Albert Trail. Online at uh, proamsports.ca, and the winner gets a $50 GC. The question again, who quarterbacked Tennessee to a national championship in 1998? Of course, Peyton Manning was the number one pick in the 1998 NFL draft out of Tennessee. Played there uh, for the... uh, four previous years. was I remember the, the big game for him was against Alabama. They walked in when Gene Stallings was still coaching Al- Alabama and smoked him uh, in Birmingham. But uh, he was not the answer. He did not lead Tennessee to a national title. We'll give you the answer when we come back after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson and a hookup with Jim Playfair, Oilers associate coach. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.